girl is driving me insane And I know I just need one more chance To prove my love to you And if you come back to me I'll guarantee that I'll never let you go Can we go back to the days of love was Back again, the Malcolm Go Podcast. It is September 27th, 2017. I am Tony Loconti, and back with me again, Tyler Trainer, as always, my new Garth Algar. How's it going, Tone? Not bad. Uh, as you can tell, we started with a, uh old-school old school throwback classic to my days of middle school dance on bended knee from uh, Boys to Men. Any reason why I would be doing that, Tyler? Could you think of? Uh, getting nothing. Um... I don't know. Maybe you're trying to just think about how the deep, the run defense plays. They fucking put their hands on the other person's hip and rock slowly back and forth. Thrilled by your ad living. Thrilled. <laughs> um, actually, no, no. Turns out uh, there's a lot of protesting going on in the NFL where uh, ah. players are kneeling during the national anthem to protest uh, what they assumed what used to be uh, police brutality, but now it's just Donald Trump and what he says. So they just protest him instead. Um you got any thoughts on that? I, for, I personally, I didn't make it into the game until after that, but apparently people were booing the Patriots. Which uh, is ironic because they're booing the national they're anthem. booing during the national anthem, <laughs> but not booing the players. Um, which they were literally, nobody cared about it until Donald Trump said, like, hey, listen, you should fire those NFL players, but now the NFL players are doing it just to say, hey, fuck you, we're all one, one family, but... Only uh, black players do it. No white people do it. Yeah, there's some out there. There's yeah, a yeah, there's yeah. a few. It's it's weird. It's the a, Cowboys, uh, the, the entire Cowboys. team kneeled. What did they do? They kneeled before. They kneeled before the national anthem. And what I think is crazy is uh, that anybody cares really. It's, it's, a, it's an old, you know, it's the national anthem, but you don't even have to be there. What? Like the Steelers, I think had it right. Like fuck it, let's not go out. It's just they got screwed because the one guy that was the Army Ranger went out there. Uh, Which is, if that's what he wants to do, who cares? And if you want to kneel, who ca- just do whatever you feel like. And why I, does anyone give I a think, fuck what anyone else does? I think they should just have two national anthems. I think they should, <laughs> I think, like, they should have a, 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 an African-American national anthem sung by, like, Snoop Dogg. Pit, yeah, Pitbull, something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they'd be talking about. Kneel, motherfucker, kneel. I don't know what they'd be saying. but they'd Fuck be doing... the police. <laughs> well, that's fuck, a good one. Fuck, fuck the police. Yeah, NWA, that could be the national anthem. It'd be like hockey, where they play the Canadian national anthem first. And then they uh, play the American National Anthem afterwards. be excellent. Um, I mean, I just guess I don't get it. Like, people – I don't understand. It's mostly it's, – it's upset the, main, the Midwest and the South to, like, where they're fucking, ap- like, out of their minds. I, I was watching so many videos this week of uh, p- people 
in like Pittsburgh, which isn't really the Midwest, but Pittsburgh, like Rust it's Belt. close enough. It's Rust Belt. Yeah. Uh, you know, people that, you know, blue collar people that were like, fuck, I'm going to burn my tickets. I saw a guy burning his Indianapolis Colts tickets, which by all accounts is always a good decision anyway. Because <laughs> like, I don't, I, they're in here. You can see them inside the booklet. I'm burning them. And Peyton Manning ain't never coming back. And I'm going to burn them, and I don't care. He should have burnt them because Jim Ursay will not sell the team. That's why I'd burn them. First of all, bu- what, buying Indianapolis Colts tickets is your first problem. That's besides the fact that they're the national anthem kneelers. There really is nothing better to me than people complaining that the NFL's viewing, uh, their ratings are going down by 10%. It's like, <laughs> all right, they made fucking $20 billion last year. Now they're making $19 billion. I think they're yeah, fine. They're making probably still more. Yeah. Trust Ellen Alejandro Villanueva sold a gazillion jerseys last week because he fucking stood for the national anthem. I just don't. I honestly like. I never got a person that would be like so pissed off about it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like I guess the people think that it's like you know the national anthem is 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 for the for the veterans and I get all that stuff. But like if they're kneeling, what's the difference? You don't even know what these guys are doing. There's people that are working beneath the fucking stadium. There's people fucking taking a shit. In the in the stadium yeah. during the national anthem, it's fucking. Uh, it's just so dumb. I don't get why anyone cares. It's weird. It's a new thing too. They only started having the players on the field for the national anthem since like the past eight years. So I just, uh, I, uh, it's just, it's a waste of time. It's just ESPN loves to get on their high horse. It's another racial thing that they have to make into a, and this is all the media like that. Not just not even saying like media CNN. I'm talking about like Patriots beat. Other than like real hardcore guys like Mike Reese, like they're the, the only ones that are just that's all they want to talk about. It's like Bill Belichick. I remember you wrote a, a letter to Donald Trump uh, before when he when he became president. Will you be writing another letter to him now because you'll kneel during the national anthem? Which Bill Belichick seems pretty pissed about it because he's a Navy man. Oh yeah, he's a big Navy guy. Annapolis, uh, through yeah, and through. He was like, uh, he fucking didn't seem thrilled by the decision. By the uh, whatever there was twelve players or something that that kneeled and uh, apparently they're all going to stand up this week. I'm sure he threw a fucking fit in the locker room after that, um, which I get both sides honestly. I really just don't care if they kneel, if they fucking stretch, if they do anything. It doesn't bother me. They I think you should just be their... yourself. Like I, you can reflect in any single way to the national anthem. Like you want to really make a statement, you pull your dick out and you piss right on the field during the national right, anthem. That's a the, protest. Per, piss on the flag. <laughs> Stop acting like this is like the, the that's the only thing. You can't be patriotic because you because you're not standing for the national anthem. Oh shit. Colin Kaepernick done fuck this league up. That's why he doesn't have a job cuz he ruined everything. That's why nobody wants you on a team cuz you ruined the fucking game. He really is getting fucked. He has to be better than Case Keenum. Like, he has to be better. I don't care if he's good or not. I don't want him ever to play again. I don't even want to see him again. He ruined the NFL. He ru- <laughs> Everything he did ruined it. It used to be so just you'd watch football, you put on red zone. Now all you have to – let's see what the Redskins did before the game. And by the way, Redskins is racist. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. It's the NFL's fault, really, though. If we're trying to get all these people who don't watch football to watch football – yeah. Like all these like fringe women and everything else, children the trans into, and the community. NFL, like they're trying to get on. everyone into it. Yeah, that's true. Just leave it for what it was. But stop for the, trying to the grow fucking it. men that had to work fucking Monday through Saturday, nine to fucking five a.m. to five p.m. and they want to come home on Sunday and just watch the fucking yeah. the Jets lose to the fucking Falcons. It, that's all they want to do. Deal with their bitch of a wife complaining exactly. for fucking four you just hours. Want fucking four hours to do nothing and watch football. 
Um, Ian just came in and threw a fork at us. <laughs> <laughs> not you, not you. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's just it's 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 silly that they're letting that even the NFL is allowing it, like, it's, or it's giving it like they won't let them honor nine eleven with cleats, right? Like oh, they yeah. they won't like the Giants or the Jets wear like nine eleven cleats during the game, but they'll let this happen and let everything fucking flow around it. Uh, I don't like to be on either side because I find that if you get on either side, then you're going to uh, alienate half your audience, and we can't afford to lose 25 people. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> um, well, I'm taking a side. I say fuck those faggots. I'm not going to say which side I'm on, but Ooh. <laughs> fuck Ooh. one of them. Ooh, that's homophobic. Um, also, I didn't even have a um, – I didn't even – I wasn't prepared. I was going to drop a sound, but I wasn't prepared. So uh, the, let's talk about a little bit about that Houston game, huh? Uh, what has happened to the defense? It is, it is 2011 esque right now. I can give it. To you, I can give you a simple answer, and they can't even come close to stopping the run. So it's because they can't stop horrible. the run, they have to play zone defense the entire game to get the secondary involved in the run. And because they do that, they're getting beat like they're fucking. Constantly. He's getting beat like he stole something, Mister Bryant. It's it's um there's. They can't contain. They've got miscommunication all over the secondary. Like you said, they can't stop the run. They let a rookie uh, quarterback just make them look like idiots. Like I thought you were st- stupid for uh, picking the Texans last week. But as as far as that game went along, as, as it went along, I was like, oh, boy, Tyler is going to fucking throw this in my face. <laughs> it was uh, really a win-win for me at the end of the yeah. game. Either Pat's come back with an awesome comeback or I get to just be on my high you horse. You just watch the defense, and you're like, what is going on? Like they, The defense just did, had no contain whatsoever. They were they, The Patriots are always so meticulous when it comes to teaching defense, especially when it comes to running quarterbacks, especially when they had like their – you know, they're, they're, uh, they're great defenses where they were, you know, on the guys were on the team for a million years. Seymour, Ty Warren, you know, Will Fork, all these guys that were on the team for forever. They just knew, stay in your rush lanes, stay straight, fucking run like you're running in a track meet. No fucking stunts if you're doing that with a running quarterback. So nobody can fucking, he can't get around you. You're always, there's always somebody within a foot of each other. He can't get away. But these guys are fucking diving over each other. It looks like a fucking, a, a, t- a teenager's flag football game. Trying to chase down the running quarterback, they can't figure it out. It. They're bump like the the one where he got that long pass off to the running back for like it was like second and thirty two. Yeah, and he fucking dumped it to the running back. It was 75, 75 missed tackles on that play. They were all on Van one Noy side of it. Is a bad football player. He's 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 the only one that come, doesn't come off the field. He makes all the mistakes that Jamie Collins makes without making any of the good plays. Jamie Collins, yeah. yeah, he just yeah. guesses gaps. He's always in the wrong spot. The problem is he's your best coverage and like he's your best, he's your most athletic linebacker. I think Roberts really just needs to play every snap. Fuck it, you he can't, does, but he can't cover. Worth he can't the dick cover either. at all. But just sacrifice that and just get the back second to- level of this defense is a disaster right it's now. It's never been this bad since no. Belichick has been there at all. Because I you either had Mayo Well, I or... think 2011, Brandon Spikes' uh, year, where he was like the leader of the the linebackers, but, was the was worst. Was that the year Mayo got hurt? I mean, he got he hurt got a few hurt. years. Because if that's the case, then maybe I might. That was but... the year. When they, I think we've discussed it. They were starting an undrafted rookie at like uh, at a middle linebacker next to, next to Brandon Spikes. That was a terrible year. Um but yes, this is terrible. Kyle Van Noy, once Shane McClellan comes back, assuming he comes back, Hightower comes back, 
you can finally you'll be able to start doing some things on yeah. defense. That's why right Manuel would just, look good when he has to play yeah. like twenty what, snaps and they yeah. put him in just. But he can't play every. It's just it's spots to, to succeed. He's he's trying. Yeah. He's he's jumping routes, trying to make interceptions. Like that's not your game. No. Just fucking. It reminds me of a. As you a kid. get the ball thrown to you by mistake. You don't jump routes. Here, my dad. Uh, just throw bear cans at the TV because Chris Slade would miss tackle after tackle. <laughs> this is what it reminds me. It's this went to bad. his football Ted camp. Johnson oh. went to Chris Slade's football camp. He was a, a gentleman and a scholar. I'll tell you right now. He uh, he ran a football camp down at Bridgewater State. Attaboy. I just stayed there for a week. Alum. The fucking terrible dorm they had. Um, I remember they sold wide receiver gloves for like forty dollars. Like gotta have these. <laughs> fucking bought bought them with the. Uh, lunch money my dad gave me for the week just didn't eat for the rest of the month all the cool kids went to the chris slade camp and i was pretty jealous i didn't get an uh, invite yeah man you had to bring your sachem helmet and that's all you did and i made a friend with a black kid his name was uh herb true story he's oh from, wow he's from dorchester i wonder what he's up to these days probably doesn't think about me but you know i think about him because he had a name like herb and that's yeah. what happens i don't know it just it's probably kneeling for the national anthem they did there are some bright spots. Like, McCordy still looks ridiculous out there. I, he's the best defender on the team. Yeah. Malcolm Butler was standout in this game. He yeah, fucking, it was weird. You didn't see much from him, which is a good thing. If well, Watson didn't even go near him. No. He threw two passes to him, you know, five yards down the field. Uh, Hopkins caught him, but he fucking didn't make an inch no. after, the, after the play. Um, and he was close on a couple of those overthrows. Like, he was playing yeah. zone. He almost picked off a couple of them. It was, Gilmore was, I mean, right where he was supposed that, to be. What was that? That was an awful pass. That was like the one rookie mistake yeah, they were that waiting was, for. Dietrich Wise was right in his grill and yeah. fucking nailed him. So, I mean, that was a defensive line sack, yeah. you know. So, I mean, Gilmore's playing where he's supposed to play. Um, they're just, the linebackers have no idea how to cover. So, I mean, there's a lot of bitching online about Gilmore not being able to cover. Uh, and we'll get to it a little bit later, but it's not even him. It's, they're not it's, playing man to man. They're not so playing like, man to man. He's playing zone. You don't know making, whose fault it is. You know he's back on in fifteen yard or ten yard cushions. Yeah. And these guys are doing quick in cuts, and the fucking linebacker's not there where he's supposed mm. to be. So people got to understand what the defense call is before they start uh, making assumptions that a, a player sucks. Um, I just don't see it getting any better anytime. I mean, even when Hightower comes back, is he? What does he have to make fifteen tackles exactly. a game? Exactly, and he like, plays. On the edge. He's not going to play middle linebacker like he did last year. He's going to be playing on the edge. I mean, they got to get Harris somehow involved in this defense. He played like... Yeah, what's up with that? He's played like eight snaps the whole season. I don't get it. At I, all, he doesn't play. Because he can't cover, but I mean... Who can, though? None of them. I mean, he's a little bit older and can't run, but I mean, he'll be a liability if they decide they're going to uh, pass, but... It's weird. They didn't really run the ball like crazy on them, but there are like yards per rush was... You know, it seemed like it every single time they wanted to run, they could get five, six yards. It wasn't really the running back that was running. It was fucking Watson too. Watson yeah. just would just slip out of a fucking slip out of the sack and get fucking four yards and just dive over the line. You know, it it, it just became you know they were getting such big first down plays. Like it would be like it would always be like second and seven yeah. or something, and then he'd just dive across the line, first down, first down, first down, and fucking just it, the 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 defensive line just. They just have no, I mean, not really a defensive line, because most of those guys are like space eaters. I mean, Wise is out there, and Flowers are out there, and they're really dominating, actually. Wise actually looks good. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit surprised by him. He's playing really well. Yeah. I thought he was like a one-game wonder, you know. Did had a good game against the Saints, because they had a shitty uh, offensive line, but he played really good against the Texans. 
Um, but I mean, the pass rush is good. I think the pass rush is good. The defensive line is good. The linebackers have no speed and do not give you any support whatsoever in the pass rush or the coverage. They just so don't the make pa- any plays. So the pass rush looks bad because they can't get to the quarterback in time because it gets the ball out too quick. And the secondary looks bad because everyone blames the secondary when there's a reception. Mm. They don't blame the fucking linebackers. So I hate – there's one thing I hate is a pass rush truther. So <laughs> it's like every single fucking year, that's all you ever hear from a Patriots fan. The pass rush sucks. I can't, they can't sack the quarterback. The pass rush sucks. They should have kept Chandler Jones. Nobody fucking understands. I there was a guy behind me at the game. That's all he was doing was bitching about the fucking pass rush. And then this guy goes like this. I swear to God, there's a there's a pass. Goes out to DeAndre Hopkins. He catches it. Go, oh, another catch. Fuck. You're right there, twenty one. You're right there, twenty one. He calls him twenty one. Uh-huh. I said. You don't know who Malcolm Butler is? The guy was wearing a Super Bowl champions hat and didn't know who Malcolm Butler was by name. That is a fucking... And this guy... These are the type of people that are bitching about the pass rush. Oh, it just... It's fucking... This guy looks like a fucking redneck fucking... Just absolute good old boy. Fucking wife beater. Fucking dumb gold chain tan. That's some guy from like Lemonster. Sounds like I'm fucking describing me. But uh, <laughs> just had like, you know, the one fucking... Uh, like mom tattoo on his chest, a fucking ripped open heart. It, it looks like he's fucking on his fourth heart attack. Mm-hmm. He was the fattest guy. He had a he had the leather the leather Super Bowl champions hat, and he's calling Malcolm Butler twenty one because he Jesus. doesn't know his name, and he's bitching about the pass rush. Like, no, I don't what are you talking about, guy? You know anything about the team? You can't even describe one of the biggest players in foot and and and. Probably one of the most famous players in fucking football history at this point. Mm. You can't. You don't know what number he wears. It doesn't make sense. The people who complain about like what the Patriots are doing, like Belichick hasn't yeah. looked into it a bit more than you. <laughs> exactly. like, like, he doesn't know <laughs> a, li- a little more film study. Than exactly. <laughs> fucking Steve from Worcester knows yeah. fucking how to rush the passer better than Bill Belichick, who's been right. doing this fucking eighteen years as a head coach in this team. And nobody can figure out how Belichick's so good at it. Yeah, they Yet don't understand. People who still it's every like, single it's every single year it's the same thing. They start slow, or at least in the last, you know, few years, they start slow. The whole everybody the fucking sky falls. Everyone thinks they suck. Finally, this is it. They suck. Then they rattle off ten straight yeah, exactly. wins from ten October to ten December, off, and they'll fucking be twelve and four like they always are, or fucking or better. And fucking people will be like, oh. And then it will happen again next year, and there'll be a guy and fucking Steve from Worcester will be behind me again, bitching about fucking. The pass rush. That's all he wants to talk about. They fucking suck, dude. I'm fucking... Belichick's overrated. It's all Brady, kid. If they... Listen, I take Belichick zero out of 100. Give me Brady every single time. He'll play middle linebacker. (laughs) Fucking people. I just... But next year, it's just just going to be the same thing. You really just hope and pray they get in a car accident. I always... drive into a tree in the way. Well, I was hoping he had heat stroke that day. (laughs) Because it was a fucking... That had to be the hottest Patriots game I was ever at. I was fucking melting. The Patriots were selling. They got in trouble because they were selling tap water for $4.50 <laughs> to the patrons. And I was, I wish I, they were bitch. Everybody's bitching about this. First of all, I don't know. One, I want to know how anybody found out. Two, there's free water fountains everywhere. Because I, I know because I was at one every 15 minutes. So there was so, barely a line. What do you mean they sell tap like in like McDonald's cups? Just I don't like know how they did cups? it. So. You know they sell Aquafina during yeah, the game for eight for four fifty. Right? Same price. Sell it for four fifty, whatever. And they it was so hot and like it was like eighty eight outside in the parking lot 
but the sun was beating down on the Patriots side. And I think this, I read somewhere it was like on that area it felt like it was like 100, 110, 112. Oh, don't so get it me was wrong. Horrible. I was, on, I was on the tennis courts right before game time and I was sweating my balls <laughs> sweating off. bullets. Yeah. I was fucking melting. I, I had my fucking my, uh, bucket hat on because it was bucket hat season. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I had that on, had my aviators on. I was fucking dying. I couldn't even wear my jersey. I had to wear just a t shirt and it was soaked. Everybody was soaked around me. Everybody's got a you know fan in themselves. Every ten minutes, I had I had nothing to drink but beer all day. So I'm so dehydrated. So I kept going underneath. I swear to God, when you went underneath into like the the little fucking concourse section, it felt like it dropped to like negative fifteen. It was fucking so cool. No, there's no AC down there. Just no sun. So I would walk over the fucking water fountain, drink a gallon of water out of it, and watch like a couple plays on the TV, and then get enough guts to go back out there. But there's a fucking water fountain like every you know, you know, all over the place, and people are um, buying this water. I think they were just refilling Aquafina bottles, or maybe at least I think they were. I don't know what they were doing. Honestly, I didn't see it. So they were um, were selling fucking tap water for four dollars and fifty cents till they can get more water. It was so fucking hot. I couldn't even imagine what it'd be in the three hundred levels. The two hundred section was fucking the gates of hell. <laughs> Everyone knows too. The, the Locantis sweat more uh, than any other known sweaters. Family I've ever met in my life. It's horrible. You think we'd be thin, but no, no, it doesn't it's, affect it's, anything. It's the gabagool. <laughs> it's, it's coming out of our system, fucking sweating, coming oils. right out of our neck. Um, yeah. So they, they, I didn't even have enough. Uh, I was like in the middle of like the second quarter, or maybe it was the third quarter. It was so hot they were losing, and they fucking put me and Frankie and, and uh, Big Mike, who's the guy that I go to the game with, on the jumbo screen. For no reason. Like, we, were weren't, the... we weren't making anything happen. Like, we weren't, like, getting the crowd amped up. I was just sitting there trying not to die and have a heat stroke. And uh, I just noticed... I'm they must the... have just caught big, a shot of Big Mike's head. And they're like, yeah. this thing has to go up. I've never <laughs> seen something this big in my life. covers the entire screen. Uh, and Frankie, like, waved to the screen. I was like, what's happening here? Why am I on this? I just looked at the camera. I was like, what? I didn't even wave nothing. And they, I was literally... I felt like I was on there for an hour and a half. You should have took a knee. I felt like I was on the kiss cam. Yeah, I should have took a knee. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I felt like kissed Mike on the lips. Um, so anyway, offense, breaking news. Tom Brady is an elite quarterback. Oh, he's, he's if just it's not, not for best. this guy, he's like, this team might be, you know, I'd, if, if it wasn't for Tom Brady, this team wouldn't have a win this year. Uh, number two. killed this week, too. He got buried. I mean, the, the pre- pass protection was okay. It was pretty good, but, but I mean, you're I playing mean, the best defensive line yeah. in the NFL. Clowny, merciless. They had fucking... five. What? J.J. Watson really didn't do much, though. Well, he made like fucking four ridiculous plays to start the game. Like he 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 made like three negative runs runs immediately, and then uh, you know he was getting chipped by Gronk and fucking yeah. uh, whoever else, was like Devlin and fucking um, Gillisley. Every time he was getting by hit. By the way, can and we he still almost giving Gillisley the fourth and one plays. That's, Why don't they give it to Deion Lewis? Well, that's he, the biggest issue is they're fucking – they can't figure out third and short. No. That, a true stat right now is that they have a higher rate of conversion in third and ten and plus than they do in third and one. Oh, they're it's like, terrible. Gillisley is – everyone knows what's going to happen. He's going to get the ball. He's going to run as hard as he can to the linebacker. Bash it up the middle. But Deion Lewis is shifty and can, he can make do, it. And he always quick. makes the first guy miss no matter where he is on the field. It could be catch right in the middle of the field and make someone miss it every time. It's an unbelievable stat that they can – they're like – I forget what – they're like 46% from third and 10 plus, and then they're like 20% from third and one. 
It doesn't make any sense. For Tom Brady could fall forward every single time, and they'll have a better. Uh, I know they're not going with it very much. They, he's I guess a little they did it once. He's last aged. Week. Yeah. He's aged a bit. They're worried about it a little bit. Yeah, I think they don't want him to take it's a fucking early. shoulder hit. Yeah, they'll do it in playoffs if he has yeah. to. So Tom Brady, elite. I mean, without him, this team is not a. T- he's just he's everything to the to me. I want to say, <laughs> <laughs> I literally just love the man to death. He's you can never leave a Tom Brady game. Early can't do it. No, and also those people are the people that should be protested. I would I would take a knee if those people could not go into the game again. People that leave early, that's what we should be kneeling for. People that leave a Tom Brady game early, my brother wow. included, because he's done it before against the New Orleans Saints, the Kemble Tompkins game. Oh wow, yeah, that's a great one. See a classic, a vintage yeah. one. I left early once and I hate myself for it. And it was the Eagles. Uh, when they were losing inexplicably to the Eagles a couple of years ago. When they got blown out at home, yeah. Well, they were getting blown out, and I was like, fuck, man, this sucks. And I was just so depressed. They should have beaten them by, like, 50. And um, so they're they're beating them, and all of a sudden, they, you know, I think, what's his name, Sproles had a punt return touchdown, and I was just like, oh, fuck. So I was like, that's it. And then literally before we got to the, like, the 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 highway on the in the, out of the parking lot, Tom Brady had come back all the way and got the ball back to like go and tie it. I was like, "What is happening?" I was like, they were down by like twenty one when we left, and they didn't even have the ball. Like the Eagles had the ball, and they were down twenty one. I'm like, "What the fuck?" It was like fucking five minutes left, and they came all the way back. He's just he doesn't quit ever until literally he, ha- he they have to fucking pull him out of the game. Um, so uh, this is just another classic fucking Tom Brady comeback. I mean. Probably one of his best comebacks ever. I mean, it was weird. Too. It the ranks whole, amongst what was it? Three three drives in a row. They went three and out, and then all of a sudden Brady does the, has that drive to come back. Yeah, that's Amendola why Amendola is just too consistently good on like third and twenty or fourth and twenty. Like Amendola just, is the most clutch. Maybe he's a top three clutch Patriot of all time. Top three. I him no not including Brady. You go. I I'd go fucking Amendola, Kevin Falk, and Vinatieri. Vinatieri, another great one. Yeah. I mean, those have got to be the three of the most clutch football players of all time. Definitely the most pa- clutch Patriots of all time. Yeah. I mean, I'm who thinking of like that Willie just, McGinnis play on fourth of one on the goal line in against Indianapolis. I mean, yeah. He, he, that's but, up there. But that's, I mean, that's the one play you think of. Exactly. You don't think of. Amendola I mean, has 48. 40 of them. Yeah, exactly. He's done it fucking in the playoffs especially. But, I mean, even, now he's doing it during the season. He's fucking making big th- third and 18s with 10 seconds left. He's fucking getting 27 yards down the field. Um, I mean, if they can get him more involved, which he's been, in, he's, he's involved, but they, you know, they're la- they're they're yeah, limiting a, his hits. Yeah, this basically. was a good one for so him. this so, important catches when you need him on third downs yeah. and stuff like that. Nothing. I like crazy. them to fucking mix in Dorsett to take some of those big football yeah. hits. You know what I mean? But um, Cooks breakout today this week, yeah, huge. But first of all, I want to go back. What do you think of the top three? You know, I mean, I don't want to say top three because number one, I already know. Everyone's going to pick the same number one. But if you're going to go Tom Brady's best comebacks, not including Super Bowl 51. Or playoffs. No playoffs either. No, you can, go, you can go playoffs, but I'm going to say not Super Bowl 51 included because that's just automatically number one. Well, like the Baltimore. Um, undefeated Baltimore, season. No, no, no. When they came back against Baltimore uh, in the playoffs. Legendary. Yeah. That's a great one. I'll tell you another great one. I think it might have been 2004 where Belichick took the safety in Denver. Yeah. Came back a, and they won for, like inexplicably on that one. That was a great one. And he had, uh, he had one against the Browns 
Yeah, I think it was home. the same year they came back against the Saints. It was like maybe like that. I think it was. That, that was the one Gronk tore his ACL in. Yeah. And I was super depressed. <laughs> I was in the state. You always can tell a Tony doesn't give a shit about the game anymore when he's slumped down in the seat drinking beer and has a had his fucking hat over his belly, just embarrassed by his body, and he's uh, pissed off at the team. Um, so that was that game, that that uh, Cleveland Browns game. The Saints we talked about. Our Guinness sponsorship that proudly sponsors ah, the Mountain Go Pad. You, get, you can have it with a Cane's Donut, the pride of Saugus. Uh, go and f- check them out in Lincoln Ave, our sponsor. And then also in downtown Boston. Um, you got paid have four donuts. Donut. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we get paid in donuts, which is perfect for us. Um, so, yeah. Gronk had a great game, though. Gronk, I mean, he had a huge third down conversion. It's hilarious oh. that the, 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 you know, the, if Gronk doesn't have 250 yards every single game, it, the fucking Gronk fucking people come out. You did, too. I was. Uh, you, I, you, were, you were heavy on the Gronk. I was, a real, I was trying done. to call that one early. I didn't like. I didn't like. He does look slim, though. I'll be honest. Which uh, might be good. I mean, I don't know. He just looks clunky. But he still looks strong as fuck. Yeah, he's still it's dragging people to bring left down. and right. But when he goes down, every time he goes down, he kind of goes down like he's like the fucking Tin Man. Ever as long as he's fucking does, if he gets up, like I don't understand. He's got pliability. Uh, you know, he's in the Tom Brady diet. He's got everything you need. He's got all the the Mar- the uh, what's his name? Alex Martinez is fucking Mister Miyagi. Massages going on. He should be fine. Just go. I just every time he hits the ground, you think he's gonna. He's like made of fucking wicker. Like I feel like every single time he falls down, he's a toothpick man, just gonna explode. You really do have to like cross your. Just get up, get up, please. All <laughs> right, you t- got it. Everybody in New England when um, Jacob Hollister caught that p- pass over the middle and got fucking demolished and didn't get up. He caught oh, the ball. Yeah, and I was like, that's a eight. That's eighty-seven. I was like, oh fuck, it's forty-seven. I was like, oh, he can die on the field. Doesn't matter. <laughs> And I just felt bad because I was like, this guy sucks. Fuck him. How about it was like within five minutes of each other, there was that penalty on Gilmore for hitting someone in the thigh with his shoulder, like going out of bounds when the guy was yeah, right. the he hit, on the sidelines. Yeah, right. He hit Hopkins or something. And then the very next series, some guy leaves his feet to fucking hit Hollister in the air and they don't call it. Yeah. I it know. was like, I get it. They Neither one of them should have been called, but I don't know. It's just perfect. Hollister, I thought the up. Hollister hit was good. I thought the fucking Gilmore penalty was stupid. That was outrageous. I've never. Was just that was one of the worst ones I've seen. Well, the Patriots usually don't take those penalties either. I mean, that's just. It wasn't I mean, a penalty. Go- but he's going out of bounds. Like, don't hit him. What's he the almost point? dropped the ball. He as he was catching it and coming down, he fucking hits him, and then he almost drops the ball when he's trying to tap his feet. That was a perfect play. I, I don't. I don't see what the big deal was. I, I thought it was fine. I didn't think anything of it at the time. I was if, like, why is he? I just thought, why is he hitting him? Well, if he didn't go down the way he, that's how they call me. those flags. Really, is like if after you catch the ball, if you go down, like fucking, you look like you got shot. They'll yeah. give you the flag every in the, time in the center of the field. You mean or on anywhere the, on the it, side of the field? If yeah. you're like, if you if you continue, usually that's if you continue a tackle into the ground, like not just fucking, you know, your natural just, body yeah. takes you down. Um, I just don't think that that should have happened. That there's no reason for it. Um, but you know they got the penalty. At least they got the win. I mean, Cooks got his big breakout. I was watching today. It was so classic. Um, they were using the preseason game basically against the Texans. They had a video today. It was the Bellistrator, which usually happens on Fridays during Patriots All Access, and they had it on today on Twitter. And I watched it. And he was uh, Belichick was breaking down. The Cooks touchdown and the Hogan touchdown, how they had a pregame adjustment. Like it was a pre, it was before the game, they put in a play um, using their preseason like tape, the Texans preseason tape. 
um, basically where they showed that they would bite on a they would bite on an out route and cooks could like they could do they were biting on the outs and um, they changed it to put like to go into fucking what do you call those posts yeah and uh, that's like how the safety came down it was fucking super interesting and everyone should watch it but the one that was good Hogan was, looked awesome yeah the one that was good was the Hogan one. So, so there was two plays they highlighted. One was the one that they got him on the preseason. Um, they they saw the preseason tape and how the safety f- went with somebody, and basically they scored a touchdown on the Cooks play. But the other one I want to get to was the Hogan one, where in the first first uh, first quarter, you know Hogan sat down on an out route, and uh, you know just made a quick catch for a first down, and that was it. And um, you could. They said McDaniel's. At least I hope this is what happened. They said McDaniel's over overheard. Uh, the safety Hal and Jonathan Joseph talking afterwards about how um, because Cooks had it like a fly route, right? And the cornerback went with him, but the safety should have had him, and the corner should have came down and and covered yeah. um, Hogan. So he said he overheard that conversation and put in a play mid game where Cooks would, I mean Cooks, where Hogan would fake the out and run a run to the post. So knowing the basically, gonna go so this, knowing that the exactly knowing that the safety would come down off the uh, and and cover the other wide receiver. So exactly what they exactly what happened. And Hogan had like a fifty yard uh, touchdown up the middle because no safety was there. So he he ran a fake out the fucking corner bit to come down. The safety followed uh, Cooks, and Hogan just went the fucking end zone. Gone. It was awesome. Um, you know, just Belichick being Belichick. I, we just hope that. You know, nothing comes of it because he he was like, well, you know, um, Josh heard these guys chatting, and I was like, and they show him on video, and I was like, eh, I don't know about this. Yeah, <laughs> this sounds awful, <laughs> awful uh, like, tricky to, to like sell this one. To, sell this one to NFL fans. Like the Titans uh, bench is mic'd up, so they can listen to every conversation exactly. they, they have. Remember that the old they used to say that they had um, that the Patriots would put mics in their pads. They had them in their shoulder pads. So that they could I've get, never heard this one. Oh, that was a good one. That was like they used to say that the uh, the Patriots D linemen would have a uh, would have mics in their shoulder pads so that they could hear all the calls from uh, you know the quarterback or the lineman. It really which is, is classic. Yeah, it's just but the best. He's stuff. such in everybody's head. It's my favorite thing. Um, so like we said, the biggest issues right now are just the third and short. Uh, Dwayne Allen is MIA, still on a milk carton. Yeah, got a, a um, he had a what do you have a um. He had like one pass bounce off his hands and then another one thrown over his head. He, I mean, he's basically just a blocking tight end at this point. He just looks slow. He doesn't. I don't. Nothing impresses me about him. I don't know why they make the trade for that guy. Honestly, he's not like everyone's talking him up. Like he's going to be like you know what? He's just like Martellus Bennett. I know. He's basically just like Bennett. That's why every like when they first drafted him, I was like, I mean, drafted him, traded for him that he could block and catch touchdowns and run. And he's done none of that. He does drop as many balls as Bennett does. Bennett has the, some of the worst hands of all time. No, I like Bennett's hands. I mean, Bennett struggled in preseason, but I didn't think he had any trouble during the season. Well, this year. He's a monster. I mean, I, bet well, I haven't him, watched him this year, though. I bet him uh, the Packers against the uh, Falcons, and he had a few key drops on Did the he? game I really need to win some money on. And that that's, that's when you notice him. Yeah. That Poor was Marty a, B. I love Sunday Marty night B. bill out, but I did not come through. But the the... the the pass protection I thought looked good. The run game is just not doing anything. Gillisley, yeah, Gillisley's just not. I'm a little worried about him. He's only getting like 1.8 yards or after contact. He's 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 supposed to be this big, fast Legarrette Blunt style runner. He's not just who's a power guy and can fucking make guys miss and 
make yards, but he hasn't done any of it. He That's scores I, on the on the fucking goal line. Good for him. Yeah, he is a great on the goal line, but no one gives uh like Patriots players credit for like everyone was always like, Oh, Blount you know, put anybody in the system and they'll be able to do what Blount does. It's like can you one for one time like they say that about Edelman too, like if you put fucking Michael Beasley in uh, no, play, no, it's like you don't Cole have to realize Beasley. how good Michael these, Beasley was a fucking basketball, oh, he's the basketball player, player. That stunk. He might be all right too on the Pats. He would probably be okay. But uh but they just don't give the Patriots plays any credit. They just think it's the system. It's yeah, the it's system. always it's the that's why Tom Brady's a system Q system QB. System QB. <laughs> Tell me any system QB that could take a fucking chest shot from Le- Le- Jadavian Clowney and put a ball in the bucket to fucking Brandon Cooks in the corner. I really was such a perfect pass. That was scary. It sucks. The NFL is you can't celebrate anything anymore. Like when he catches it and he goes down. You still you can be like excited for a second, but then you have to wait for the review to actually oh, be excited for anything. Or? The whole exactly the whole time I was like, I, I didn't hear him blow a whistle, so I was like, that I didn't. I mean, I didn't see him do like the touchdown thing, so I'm like, that's not a touchdown. What happened? And people are like cheering, and everyone's Tom Brady's calling for two points. I'm like, no, that's not a touchdown. It's not. It can't possibly have yeah. happened. It There's no like way he, you just made that play. He bobbled it too for a second, like yeah. as he was going down. And they, uh, well, well, the Patriots have never had a play. I mean, they've never had a player that could do that besides Moss that could be fucking down the field. That I mean, they fucking make a fucking corner toe tap touchdown yeah. like that. They were not a toe tap team. No. Since when have they had a toe tapper? Never. Now they I'm got one. I think maybe 2002 Dion Branch might have been the last time. Maybe ever, and he wasn't even that good. It was never. I've never seen a guy like, Not like fucking that. Hopkins or Antonio Brown that are like on the on the fucking on the chalk, yeah. dragging their toes. That's fucking Brandon Cooks just did it in the end zone, and it looked perfect. It was yeah. unbelievable. He stomped his foot back like he he shot it back at the last second to get his right foot in. It was the fucking coolest thing to watch on the jumbo screen. And uh, you know you watch the real reviews that the the that the refs watching now, so it goes up on the big screen and they fucking oh. they have, he has his left foot down and you, you're waiting for his, his right foot's coming down in slow motion like just please just please just please and like it looks like it's going right out of bounds and he shoots it back at the last second and stomps it into the green I'm like how the fuck did he just do that it's the fucking it was the coolest thing to watch um, it is a it is a little embarrassing for the guy who has to hold the camera for the ref to watch it like, <laughs> yeah, right? i know it's like a little, like a little <laughs> tablet like, yeah. like i'm doing it with my son with fucking curious george on it <laughs> watch it like we're at fucking the 99 you know well the touch yeah. no touch <laughs> no touch you're gonna ruin it it will shut it off um so let's do a little listener email i've been uh, getting a lot of email to malcolm go podcast at gmail.com you could be next folks if i decide your question is worth it uh we got four four uh interactions and not all emails so first chucky from chelsea uh via email says thoughts on malcolm butler regaining his role after starting slow um as we said earlier chucky uh this was clear this was classic vintage malcolm butler when you show that he's the best he's the best corner on this team by far uh watson avoided him like the plague Threw to him twice. Watson made two four-yard catches. Malcolm Butler was fierce, fighting for the ball on both throws. He was, you know, he was fighting for the ball. He was um, trying to knock the ball out the minute he caught it. And fucking Hopkins had zero yards after the catch. Uh, I mean, I love watching him hit too. Nothing like seeing Malcolm. He comes up and lays the fucking shoulder. He's competitive. From fucking whistle to whistle every single time. And I love watching him punch through the ball. It's like my favorite thing he does is he yeah. never quits on, like, 
Most players, like, once the player catches it, like the, the offensive guy catches it, are just trying to make the tackle. He's fucking fighting for the ball to jar it loose yeah. always because, you know, the wide receiver will catch it away from his body. So he'll have his fucking hand inside it, fucking hammer fist in that ball, trying to get it out there every single time. Running back comes his way. He's punching for the ball. I mean, after this, he's going to play 100% of the uh, snaps from now on. He he was lackadaisical the first three weeks, uh, two weeks. But, I mean, against... I. I Against fucking Hopkins and against the Texans, he was by far the best corner on the field. Yeah, uh, Gilmore's—he's like a finesse corner. Like he play, he'd be like if, if it was reverse, matching him up against like Cooks would be perfect. But he's not as physical or as good. as Nobody's. Butler, I, I, I don't know if there's a corner in the NFL that's as physical as no. Butler. He's he's a no frills, like really. He's like he's not exactly Revis covering. But he is an elite cover corner that can tackle better than any corner he in the NFL. He loves to tackle too. He Look, loves to come up and hit. That can tackle better than anybody in the NFL and is more is as competitive as anybody in the NFL. I mean, he's he's like Richard Sherman, a little bit shorter, with better you know, mm-hmm. better uh, I not better ball skills, but better uh, you know competitiveness. I would say. But is willing to go and play on the right side of the field. Exactly. He he'll go anywhere. He's not you know he's he's still. Fairly not paid, not rich. Um, so next next one, Adam in Atlanta via Twitter. He says, I'm Casey Kasem. Adam, <laughs> Adam writes, can this offense keep up its vertical threat all season? Uh, also, I'm gay. Okay, not sure why that's relevant, Adam. But yes, I do think that they could keep up the vertical threat all season. Uh, they're switching it up. As we discussed earlier in the show, they switch up mid-game. You know, mid they change up. Their coverages, um, their routes, they they adjust to how the defense is playing them. I think they got to get Amendola and the running backs much more involved to keep this vertical threat going. But Cooks and Hogan, that's never going to stop. Dorsett's not going to stop. They have three burners that can run, you know, four four speed, four three speed down the field that can you know work off each other, work pick routes down the field that it's going to work all season long, depending. Doesn't matter who they're playing. Yeah, and you have to still be able to stop Gronk. Like Gronk really yeah, exactly. is. Exactly. He really is. It opens up the whole field as Gronk yeah. being in the middle. So that's why Gronk has always been so big. Is um, that and Amendola being back is so big because you can have a short guy, a short, short route guy, in Amendola that can work to the flat, can work over the middle, just be a quick drop off guy with the running backs. Then you got. Gronk down the seams, and then you have to deal with these fucking vertical threats that are taking the safeties with them. So yes, Adam, I do think it will work. You know what's weird about that is uh, I happen to be Adam, and I thought this was the best <laughs> way to come out to you, Tony. <laughs> uh, I, I do agree with you. Uh, Noah from California via email, he writes, what's the bigger concern for you, the O-line or the secondary? Tyler, you answer first. I'll hang up and listen. I don't think either one of them is actually concerned. I think they both look pretty good. I agree. I think the um, if there, if I had to pick one, it'd be the offensive line only because of the the run the how run much, offense. How much of a fucking dork do you think Noah is? Oh, I'll anyway, Noah alone. He's my one fan. <laughs> He's fucking Noah from California. What an awful California name, too. It is a California name. Yeah. I'll give him that. It's a California name. But I think he says he's from New Hampshire for, from originally. But now I can't believe you went after my one fan that emails me. <laughs> He, come on, he probably loves it. He's fucking... He's dying right now? I yeah. doubt it. I really doubt it. I think he hates it now. He already turned off the podcast. There's no chance. Um, Who would turn off this gold? I know. So, anyway, 
Secondary, I think, is still one of the better secondaries in the NFL. Their communications issues are lacking. Again, it's the linebackers that's the issue. They're the yeah. ones that aren't. Um, they're the ones that don't have the speed. That aren't reading. That aren't playing the zone defense correctly. Um, secondary is making plays when the plays are there. I mean, um, there was a crazy stat today that I read. Deron Harmon has ten interceptions. Five of them are with uh, three le- three minutes or less in the game to to close the Ooh. close the game. You know, close the game out. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Even though he's like the fifth guy. He's got paid big money to come back, but he's like the fifth guy in the in the secondary yeah. that comes out. Um, but Duran Harmon's a big part of the defense. I do like him a lot. Always playing way over the top at the end of he's games. He's a just, great fucking center field yeah. safety. Just fucking, he's always back there hot, lurking, making. He got an interception this week to close it, which I think Gronk really wanted that interception, which made me nervous because oh. his big giant Gronk hands were slapping the ball away. I, and I thought he was going to knock the thought he was going to knock the ball into fucking uh, a Texan's hands, but. Worked out okay. Yeah. Um, How's that insight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really good, I thought. Um, so, anyway, those all came to me from email and then Twitter at Malcolm Gopod or at Brady Disciple. But I got another guy here, JE11 Hairflip on Instagram. He comments, rudely, I will say, your podcast is blatantly racist and homophobic. Well, JE11 Hairflip, first of all, thank you for listening. <laughs> Glad you're a listener. Oh, no. Just joking. Um, we're just calling him as we see him. This is all a character. It's all a ruse. We're not really racist or homophobic. Um, we're just, you know, guys having fun. He's a fan. Um, <laughs> it's, it's all a, we're actually, we're front, we're frontline volunteers uh, for the LGBTQRSTUV and the NAACP, LMNOP. Um, just, <laughs> Niggas is wildin'. Uh, I... <laughs> We're just trying to have some fun over here. Can everyone just relax? Yeah. This is, he's the type of guy that... You know, I would just... never... You can't call this podcast homophobic when one time I had an incident in college where I gave my roommate a hand job. That's not rude. I, that's just being a good roommate. That's what I thought. I found out he was my roommate in college was gay the second semester. It took me Oof. that long to realize. <laughs> I just he, thought he the, kid that was, gaydar. the kid that was hanging out all the time and sleeping over was his friend. Was his, ru- <laughs> his roommate. They just loved to snuggle. Yeah. They just had a spoon. Um, he had his DVDs odd, organized in alphabetical order. And if you watch, he had a great. That's selection. gayer than being gay, if you ask me. But if you had to put one back, you put it in the wrong order. That's the only time he ever got mad at me. Was like put his DVD back in that. That in the that yeah. incident in the shower. Yeah, that was that was just good fun. All right. So, next game up, Carolina Panthers are in disarray right now. They're mad at their owner uh, over the flag protest. So I kind of like that. That any team that uh, is in disarray comes to New England is always a, a favorite of mine. Um, the Saints have a little bit had an issue with Adrian that Peterson. Funny, that funny uh, tweet about their owner today. It did. That cracked me up. And it was perfect too. <laughs> yeah, he looks just like. So, yeah, check Brady Disciple for the tweet. It was their owner right next to the heat miser from that uh, fucking Christmas uh, movie, and it's they look so exactly perfect. the same. I said, I ninety nine percent sure the heat miser owns the Panthers. They look exactly the same. His dumb swollen alcoholic head. He has just a, that he, stupid well, fat face. But he has that little. He has the chin of a of a wooden puppet. Yeah, that, you know, <laughs> it's slid at the side, so it looks like it's gonna yeah. go up and down. Um, they look the same. So they're they're not making Cam Newton run as much anymore. Although they might this week due to fucking how Deshaun Watson played last last week. Um, but 
he's not running as much, and they say it's by design. The offense isn't scoring. They have like averaging like thirteen points a game. They didn't. They scored thirteen points on the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, they, which is same against the Bills. The Bills aren't very stifled them. Uh, the Panthers' defense is strong, but um, you know they're probably the, some of the best linebackers and defensive line in the game. It's going to be no different than facing the Texans. I think their corners and safeties are a little bit, you know, of lower stock. I'll say we're actually going to have, I think more trouble with the run this game. Jonathan Stewart can pound the ball. Yeah, I mean. I don't see how that they can't run through the Saints at home, but they're going to come to Foxborough and all of a sudden gash us. The Saints had a terrible defense. They have a bad. This could defense, be a good David Harris game. Yeah, potentially. I don't know. I just need somebody that can get. I have stop no confidence in the the defense. I just can't have another year like you're wasting. You're wasting Tom Brady eliteness with a fucking defense if with a defense that can't fucking yeah, play. Like you're weird. playing. You're playing with mediocre linebackers right now. Yeah. And, like, average D linemen. Not average. You, you got a couple of guys that are good. Trey Flowers is great. Uh, and then you got I a couple like, of middle guys. Yeah, but I like, like um, Brown, The linebackers Brown. are all below average. Branch looks no good. Yeah, he he looks seems to have quit. All of 38 years old that he is. He seems to have quit on the team. I don't yeah. understand what it is. Like, he's playing very little. He made the big play. Him and that Lawrence guy who I like are, like, they're space eaters that are just – you know, taking up room, and but they made the play in that third and one that stopped it uh, to get Brady the ball back. But I, he seems to have quit. I don't know. I, he, he needs to get high again and miss four games. Have his shape. Go skateboarding or whatever yeah. the hell he likes to do. He's, I don't know why he's got. Does he sk- skateboard? He's got a skateboarding tattoo on his arm. I can't imagine him ever a on a reinforced skateboard. steel skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, it's a fucking eye beam. I don't know. Four hundred pounds. He's gonna be a fucking skateboarder. Uh-huh. Um, so. If the offense isn't <laughs> just this offense isn't scoring and fucking the Carolina Panthers come to Foxborough and score like thirty points on us, then I real we really have to get worried. Well, we the can, problem is like the Pats' offense have to put up thirty five every week for them to win. They shouldn't have to though. That's the but problem. they're gonna have to. The playoffs and against really good defenses that have a decent offense. Like if you had when they play Atlanta, I have no confidence they're gonna beat Atlanta at home. Do you have any confidence when they beat Atlanta? They're going to beat Atlanta. No, Atlanta home? looks really good. Yeah. When Julio Atlanta Jones comes, is ridiculous. So Atlanta's going to come to New England in fucking three or whatever, four weeks uh, with a, you know, top 10 defense and a top five offense. And they're going to And fucking, they're going to be a little angry about Yeah, exactly. Also. And they're going to be having fucking, you know, nightmares from the night from fucking last Super Bowl. So they're going to come in here fucking. I have no confidence they could beat a team like that. No. Um, even a team like the Packers, who aren't that good, I, I would that would game would be a toss up. Yeah, would be whoever's defense. The Raiders is worse. on the road. Any team that has a good offense and a That's decent defense trouble, is yeah. going to be tough. Fucking, it's going to be tough all the way through unless this defense really starts to tighten up in every area. Um, but once again, I'll say it's not the pass rush's fault. It's not the secondary's fault. It's the linebackers in their zone defense and coming up to fucking play the run. So, keys to the victory. Uh, defense has to dominate this game. Uh, can't let the Pan- Panthers get right on our home field. The Patriots' defense has to get right on our home field, if that makes sense. Can't get right. Can't get right. Um, so, anyway, that defensive line has to understand their role playing the mobile quarterback. Like I said, they got to stay in a rush lane where it makes sense. they got to stay north-south, not go east-west, and all wind up in a bunch. 
chasing a quarterback. Uh, I know Cam Newton week- isn't Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is a a sleight of frame guy. Inch Cam Newton is like quicker. fucking a little bit bigger than Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. So it's fucking going to be. He's not as easy to bring down. Not that Watson's easy to bring down, but I think once you get a hold of him, he would go down. Where Cam Newton is fucking bigger than most defensive linemen. Yeah, McCordy was on Watson a lot of the game, just spying him. And I don't think I think they have to put like Chung on yeah. him this game or something. They have to spy him the whole game because you can't let him run away. No, although even though they seem to not be running away, uh, running at all. Um, I just want I just want revenge for the fucking Luke Keekley pass interference game. From fucking 2013. Was, was that they, the last time they played? They, that was that I remember. Yeah, that was the yeah, last game they played to. in Carolina. That was the Iced Up Sun game, in fact. When when uh, he fought, when, um, what's his name? Fought Aqib Tlaib. Steve Smith. Gotten, gotten uh, to the camera and fucking Iced Up Sun. Iced Up. Iced Up Sun. Iced Up. That's what Steve Smith said? Steve Smith was yelling at Aqib Tlaib because he got thrown out of the game. Oh, that's remember awesome. Remember they were fist fighting the I whole fucking, fucking game? I Steve. I never knew where that drop was from. I love Steve Smith. He's like one of my favorite players Yeah, they ever. were fighting the whole, like fist fighting the yeah. whole game. And uh, I think they threw Tlaib out. <laughs> Ice Up Sun. Or maybe oh, they just funny. lost. And uh, That's so funny. <laughs> anyway, so that was where that's from. Yeah. And then, um, so they have to... Just be able to fucking stay in their lane, stay smart, listen to the fucking coach. He's going to tell you the same thing I'm telling you. Tony Belichick, I call myself. Mm-hmm. Um, secondary, just hold their coverages. I can't deal with another fucking... I can't deal with Cam Newton extending a play and then finding an easy outlet. Can't Third and 23. Yeah, that's some of the most ex- fucking excruciating plays to watch I've ever seen is watching a fucking quarterback think a quarter- drop off a fucking little pass go fucking for 40 yards on the well, I'm thinking about the one that he was he scrambled left and threw the ball all the way back across the field to the right to like nobody and somehow Chung like wasn't expecting it and he caught it on third and long on that last drive I don't even there's too many fucking long plays this season to even remember there's like double the amount of fucking Long plays in a season than they gave up last year already. And don't tell me it's because of the secondary. You're telling me that you take out Stefan Gilmore, insert Logan Ryan, and this team out of this defense is automatically fucking That's reset to a legendary I'm great defense. <laughs> no, it's not not happening. When's Ninkovich gonna come out of retirement? That's, That's the question. That's the real question. That they, would be awesome. This team just needs to build up the edge from First level to second level. They have to just build their edge and create plays that Ninkovich way. Ninkovich is the that's exact guy key. they need. If you well, were to go out and to... get someone from a different team, like you would try to get like a Ninkovich They're player. trying to create Cassius Marsh into that, which yeah. I think he played pretty good. <clears throat> Even though he looks like Macklemore. I can't I don't respect care. him with those awful fucking crosses under his I don't eyes. Like, I don't like the crosses, and I don't like that he wears the vampire, uh, the vampire uh, mouth guard. Not everything about him can't get with fucking it. Fucking makes me cringe. I he just looks hate like him. He just reeks California douche. Yeah, everywhere. He's a classic. Like I, I would. You just couldn't like hang out with that guy. He's ever. just. You couldn't have a conversation. You could tell how he talks too. He's definitely yeah. a wigger too. Yeah. Like he's definitely one hundred percent. Like yeah. he's down with hip hop, as they say. Uh, he he's got, sucks. I don't know. He just. I, I don't know. I like. I like. The, I like his game so far. He's he actually high had, motor guy. He played all right last game. He had a nice sack. He's a high motor guy. Which I love motor. I love pad level. Love motor. Um, so the Saints cruised past this team. I mean, they're nine-point favorites. That's high. I no? think the Patriots should cover this. I think they should cover this. Um, I think the Patriots' defense is finally going to be up to the task. I just For some reason, I just think it every week. Hightower is going to be back this game. He's going to settle the linebackers. Um, 
I just think that the Patriots can do anything they want on offense right now against anybody. And I think that they're going to be able to do it again this week. Saints ran for 150 yards on this team. And they have the probably the best linebacker in the NFL, Luke Keekley. Yeah, I mean... Uh, it would be nice to take some pressure off Tom Brady for once. I just think it's gonna be another. I think it's gonna be another one of those games where it's gonna be like forty to twenty eight. Uh, I can't see this game is going. The over under in this game is forty nine. This it's gonna be. They like, put the ball. They the Saints. Are, I mean, Carolina's gonna put points on the board. There's no way they can't against this team. They put up thirteen against the Saints at home. I don't understand how they can come into New England and do better than that. I, there's just so many holes. In the like defense. Kelvin Benjamin is. Is is hurting? He got hurt Sunday. Uh, Greg Olson's out. Yeah, that's actually season. real tough for them. Not for the season. He's on IR. He's got. They have Cam Newton and running backs and a, a half injured Kelvin Benjamin, Devin Funchess. They get really limited limited players. They're all tall, but they're limited. They can just run. I guarantee they could rush if they chose. If teams chose to, they could rush for. 200 yards a game against the Pats. I wouldn't like that at all. I think they've really... Well, that would be a that. big David Harris game, wouldn't it? You'd expect. David Harris is going to... I'm going to tell you, I'm right now, I'm guaranteeing David Harris goes over 10 snaps this game. Can you believe? Ooh. Well, anyway, so I'm going to pick this. I'm going to pick the Patriots in this game. Uh, I think they're going to take two, positive, positive uh, steps on defense and win this one, 34-17. All right. What say you? 38-28. 28 points. I can't see him giving up 20, 28 points at home right now. I can't see him holding them under 24. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, I, It's difficult for me to watch this defense. It is really 2011-esque. We had to sit there like Tom has to score a touchdown again right now. He really did. He lit it up last week, and they had to win on a last-second drive because he that's had, how bad that, he really he, What did he throw? The, the Texans hadn't given up 300-yard passer in like something like 40 games. Brady threw for three fifty five touchdowns. Five touchdowns, zero he's, interceptions. He's the all-time touchdown leader now, right? Did he pass? No, he's not no, even close. He's still like fifty behind Manning. He's he's far up. behind Manning. Yeah, he's he's not even Manning's ahead of Drew been, Brees. Drew Brees is still ahead of him. He just well, they were like neck and neck all last yeah, year. Yeah, they're like one one above the other. One, I don't know. I think because the Brees suspension last year, Brees went up like uh, yeah. ten or twelve on him, whatever. Yeah. Um, but Brady, you know, Brady's two wins away from being all-time winningest quarterback in regular season history. Of course, with playoffs included, he's like a zillion ahead of everyone. Yeah. Who's number one right now? Is it Peyton? It's Peyton and Favre are tied. Oh, wow. At like one, I forget what it is. Something stupid. doesn't matter. Brady's going to break it. Of course he is. Uh, but he, you know, whatever. So 34-17, Patriots win. Keep sending in your... Um, what actually? You got any? You got any fucking things to plug? Plug? Plugalicious? Um, just the Walnut Tree Cafe. We Ooh. got a solid show coming up October. I'm just gonna guess and say like 15th or something. 16th. Sounds 18th, good. Sounds right to me. Whatever Thursday that is in the teens. And uh, no, that's about it. It's a, it's a Wednesday. A Thursday. It's a Thursday. Ooh, we got a hot. Cr- we got a hot crew coming out to this. I think one. I might do time this time. Yeah, we get you on. I'll do time. All right, it was bomb it. city last time. I'll be honest. It was I, we went last week. It was bomb city, from start to finish, <laughs> from you to my brother to uh, the the headliner. It was bomb city. It was a it was a weird show. All right. I hey, I brought my laughing hat. My wife been... brought her laughing hat. Her sister brought the laughing hat. We were not impressed. I no. listen honestly. If I had to say, I thought that you and Dominic were better than the headliner. He was real in his head. He had to do an hour the next day. He came back, but uh, how did he do the next day? 
He crushed. Did he crush? Yeah, he like murdered, which I was like a little he shocked. He was like after a hipster how... guy, and he's not. Re- he wasn't right for the Lynn crowd no. that night. You're looking for a, a drunk fat guy with murders in that place. <laughs> he was doing. He was trying to do crowd work, and it was fucking. He had nothing. It was literally just watching a guy have a conversation with someone. He was like, he was like "So what do you do, Miss?" He's like, "I'm a waitress." He's like, "All right." Couldn't fig- <laughs> like couldn't figure out anything oh, to say was, about yeah. waitress. I had a. She could have said prostitute, and he would just been like, "Oh, okay." I got a guest spot on uh, Miss Pat show. She's like a big comic from Atlanta, pretty famous. She's been I know on this. She is, yeah. yeah. Uh, you so going I did on there? I did a spot in front of her on on Saturday, and she had a joke about uh, how her. She's from Atlanta, and how her sister-in-law had a heart attack during the Super Bowl. But she said, uh, like, she's like, yeah, her brother was, like, real sad about it. He's like, you kidding me? It was it happened in the third quarter. She still <laughs> thinks the Atlanta Falcons won that game. <laughs> that bitch is lucky. She dead? Yeah, she died. <laughs> Jesus Christ, really? <laughs> she's, I thought it was a great to, joke. She died thrilled. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, uh, sorry Tyler made fun of Noah, my one fan. So, everyone... Listen to, uh, you know, get back at us, Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, we love you, we'll Noah. Ans- we'll answer your questions. Uh, Podcast on Instagram, Pod and Brady Disciple on Twitter. All good ways to contact us. Uh, get involved with the show, and also, pretty sure we'll be doing a live show from the, from the stadium pretty soon, so look out for that. Yeah, we might get a show on... Uh WEMF radio too. Oh, sounds like a big station. Sounds like a big station. It's an online radio station. Um, So, anyway, until then, go Pats. Go Pats. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. 47, 8 months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about order. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the push by Mike Brayden. Snap, ball down, kick up, kick is on the way, and it is good! It's good! It's good! Adam Vinatieri moves a 48-yard field goal, and the game is over! And the Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The best team of the game! Hey! Did it! I love you, man. Did it, bro. I love you. I love you. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.